Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you need help getting sober, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Whether you need treatment options, whether you're looking for a recovery coach, or you need free resources in your area, I can help you with that. So you can reach out to my line and I will help you right away. What I want to talk about today is building a positive future in sobriety and what that looks like. A lot of times we have no clue what a good life looks like. We have no clue. We can't even envision a life without drugs and alcohol, especially if you have decades of using underneath your belt. All we're trying to do in the beginning is stay sober on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Stay sober maybe on an hourly basis because uh, we're just barely hanging on by a thread, or at least it could feel that way when we're first getting sober. However, this does pass, and eventually we do get momentum in recovery, and things start to improve, and we may start to develop a healthier mindset, and we really do build this positive momentum, and this is almost called like the pink cloud. A lot of people experience the pink cloud in early recovery because things are still new, right? It's still, it feels good to be living along different principles and not being a slave to drugs and alcohol. However, if we don't improve on our life and we just kind of ride out on that pink cloud, eventually that passes. That does not last forever. And the whole point is that when we get sober, we need to think about what type of life do I want? What is the clear goal that I want to have in this life? What type of purpose do I have? What, what fulfills me? What type of hobbies do I have? A lot of times we have no clue these, of what these answers are when we're first trying to get sober. You know what I mean? A lot of times we have absolutely no clarity at all. We're just worried about how the fuck am I going to stay sober today? You know what I mean? So um, eventually down the line, though, we need to start thinking about, okay, what do I truly want to accomplish in this life? You know what I mean? So... One of the things that you can think about, right, is pursuing new interests and hobbies. This is really important. It was something that I definitely needed to do because when I was bored, I got in a lot of trouble, right? Boredom is the devil's playground. So um, idle time is, is, or I think the saying goes, idle time is the devil's playground. Boredom is something that we cannot really afford because we don't have clarity. We don't have peace of mind. So when we have downtime, it's easy for our thoughts to bring us down the wrong road and to lead us to a toxic place. So something that can be really helpful is pursuing new interests and hobbies. And everybody's different. Everybody has different hobbies. Everybody has different interests. Everybody comes from different backgrounds, right? But you could join a local sports club. You can take up painting or learn how to play an instrument, gardening, um, cooking classes, boxing, whatever the hell the case may be. You know what I mean? Um, you just need to figure out what is something that resonates with you and what is something that piques your curiosity. Something that was huge for me was sports. I really dove back into sports. Ever since I was a kid, I was huge into sports, and that was something that I always gravitated towards, you know, ever since I was probably like three years old. Um, I used to sleep with like a, a bat and my glove, you know what I mean? So once I got sober, I started playing a lot more basketball. I started playing baseball when I could. Um, I started watching a lot of sports on TV, and it really kept me active. Uh, it did a lot for me physically, but it also did more for me mentally. You know what I mean? Um, so 
definitely pursuing new interests and hobbies is, is a major part of building a, a positive future in sobriety. Another thing is obviously establishing a healthy lifestyle. And what do I mean by this? What, is, what does this entail? What I'm talking about here is mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, but definitely going to the gym. The first thing that you need to do, and this is what I talk about with um, coaching clients, is getting in shape. Start hitting the gym. It is so helpful when you feel good about your body and you start to see improvements in your, in your physical form. It gives you confidence. It makes you strive to be better. It starts your day off perfectly. I like to go early in the morning. It sets the tone for my entire day. It really does. If, uh, if I miss the gym, I mean, literally, I don't even remember the last time I missed hitting the gym in the morning. It's been years. But for one reason or another, if I do miss a workout, it, uh, it throws my day off. It really does. It's something that I've learned to love. It's something that I think we can all gain great discipline from doing things that are difficult in the moment, but putting off that instant gratification for the results later. And the second you leave the gym, man, you're, you're, you're flying. You're, you're feeling different. Um, of course, seeing your body transform is always a really cool thing too, but it really does more for me mentally than it does physically. Um, as far as a healthy, establishing a healthy lifestyle, also getting into things like yoga or, or meditation, um, you know, holistic practices, whatever the case may be, right? Um, making sure that you're getting enough sleep, making sure that your diet is in order, you know, tracking your macros, all of these things, they all add up. They're little, they're little baby steps, right? And none of them are going to make your life, but all of them together will. You know what I mean? They're all ingredients to a great meal, so to speak, if you want to look at it that way. Another thing that we need to do in order to have a, a future that we're really excited about and, and that we're proud of, a lifestyle that we're proud of, this is pretty much what we're after in recovery, right? Is, uh, is improving our personal relationships. This is a big one because when we are using we absolutely cripple the relationships and the trust that is in our life, whether this is with our spouse, whether this is with our parents, our loved ones, our closest friends, whatever the case may be. And honestly, even just strangers down the street, a lot of times we, um, we become individuals that we were never meant to be. And it permeates in every single area of our life, but our loved ones experience the most, uh, the, the wrath of this the most, no doubt about it. So we have to build back the relationships with our loved ones. And this takes patience. The problem is we are not patient. We fly off the handle when we don't get things our way. And you have to remember that we destroyed a lot of trust with our loved ones. And it takes years to build trust, but it takes seconds and minutes to destroy. It does not take much, right? So how do we build our relationships back? How do we do this? Well, for one, we accept that it's going to take time. Two, we become patient. And three, we do a living amends. We live on a daily basis, staying sober, doing what we need to do. And that's it. Eventually down the line, I will say number four is that you make a, an apology and amends. You could do that verbally, but I would honestly put that off until later. That's not something I would do right away because 
Our family has heard it all. We've told them over and over and over again that this is the last time I'm not going to use anymore. Um, no, I'm not using when we really were. And th they're used to the lies. They're used to our bullshit, right? So saying that we're not going to use anymore isn't going to cut it. We have to, we have to live by example and we have to show them through our actions that we actually mean business this time. So one, we have to accept that it's going to take time. Two, we have to be patient. And three, we need to do a living amends on a daily basis by staying sober. Uh, and then four, you could do a verbal amends as well. And AA and NA talk about this quite a bit. It's, it's in the 12 steps. And that is important, uh, no doubt about it. I mean, we need to clear our side of the street. I should say clean our side of the street. And we do need to make sure that our loved ones know that we are sorry for our actions and our wrongdoings and that we are trying to get better on a daily basis, but we actually just need to show them first. That's, that's what we have to do. So don't worry about the verbal part right away. The fourth thing I want to talk about here is career advancement, right? Or building your own business. This is really important. What type of goals do you have for yourself on a, on a career basis, on a business basis? Do you want to have your own business? What type of career do you want to have? What are you passionate about? What type of job, if you could have any type of job in the world, what would it be? And really explore that. Get creative. Like, dream a little bit. Think bigger. When we're using, we think smaller. We are just focused on getting high that day. That is it. That is our complete fucking world. And we miss out on all the other things that life has to offer. We trade everything for that one thing. You know what I mean? But when we get sober, all we need to do is trade in one thing and we can have everything else. So we need to start thinking bigger. We need to start um, really having this. Uh, it doesn't come right away, but you can develop this belief system of, hey, you know what? I can accomplish these things. I become more confident when I'm staying sober, I'm working out, I'm reading books and I'm starting to think along different lines, right? We could start to cultivate this belief in self and that will carry over into your career, into business opportunities, into networking with people because we carry ourselves a different way. But this is really important because what you're going to end up doing for your career, think about it, right? You spend eight hours a day at work, minimum, usually. That's, that's typically what a work day is, right? So you want to make sure that you're doing what you love or something that you're excited about, something that you're passionate about. Put a lot of thought into what it is that you would do if you could have your dream job. Write down 10 different things and go through one through 10 on uh, what it is that you would do the most and focus strictly on that. Focus on your top three. And if it takes five years to, to do, if you need to go back to school, so fucking be it, whatever, you know? This is what life is about. It's about creating a life that we're truly excited about and want to live. Don't settle for a shitty job that you're not excited about because I'm telling you, there's no way you're gonna be fulfilled and excited about your life when you're spending eight hours a day in an office that you can't stand being in, working with people who are also in the same position. I'm telling you, that's, that's a miserable place to be, so. Uh, career advancement, business, that is another thing. Another thing, this is, this is the fifth thing I wanted to talk about, is community involvement or service to others. What type of people can you service, right? What about vets? What about homeless people? 
what about helping people get sober after you have a little bit of time in sobriety? Of course, we can't always do that right away, but, you know, service, acts of service is a crucial, crucial part to our fulfillment in life. We're not supposed to just be focused on ourselves. When I'm working with a coaching client, I'm free, right? I'm not worried about my problems. I'm not worried about the shit that's going on in my life. And it's an act of service. And it's what I get to do for a living. Go figure. That's, that's the key right there. If you could figure out something to do for your career-wise that is also an act of service and it's fulfilling to you, that's the sweet spot right there. Something that you're passionate about, something that brings fulfillment, and also an act of service. That's like the lottery right there. So, however, it doesn't mean that it has to be your career, but we do need to feel like we are giving back. Uh, I promise when you give, you get so much more. You get 10x in return. So we can't just be worried about our problems, what we need to do on a daily basis, what our issues are, the things that I need, me, me, me. That's, that's not what recovery is about. It's, it's actually the total opposite, and that's why things like AA and NA and I'm not trying to push that on you. It's not for everybody. But the, a big reason why that works is because people are giving to one another. They're sharing. They're giving their insights and their story and relating to others who are in a similar position, who are maybe freshly sober, who are literally just coming in day one. And you listen to somebody who has a couple of years and all of a sudden you don't feel alone. That's act of service right there. You know what I mean? That's giving hope to, to other people. And whether you become a sponsor or whatever the case may be, there's a lot of different ways that you can service people. But the whole point of life is to also give back. And um, so don't forget about that as well. So think about it, right? If you could create a future where you focus on hobbies and, and pursuing new interests that you truly enjoy, establishing two, establishing a healthy lifestyle. This is physically, mentally, emotionally. Three, improving your personal relationships. Having the best relationships that you've maybe had in years, maybe for, maybe ever, right? Four, career advancement or creating your own business. Five, community involvement slash service to others. This is the, these are five areas right here are going to be huge for you. And think about you should really what you should do is a little exercise is break those five categories down and write what are a few things that you could do in each area to improve don't get overwhelmed it might be a long list and that's okay focus on just one thing you can do each day right and once that becomes a habit you focus on another thing and then once that becomes a habit you stack another one this is called habit stacking right here you break it down into bite-sized pieces and before you know it Given a couple weeks, a couple months, a couple years, you have a completely new life. You have a completely new mindset. You have a completely new drive and purpose in life. And each day matters. It really does. Start today. Do that exercise. And I promise you that you will reap the benefits of it. Um, does not, it does not take a, a rocket scientist to figure this out. You know what I mean? This is how we design the type of life that we want to live. It all starts with an idea. It all starts with getting thoughts down on paper and starting to move towards those goals little by little. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope that you got something out of this episode. If you could rate this podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it. It's 
a great way to spread the word because there's a lot of people that really need help that are struggling out there. So if you could rate the podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it on any platform that you are listening to this on. And if you need help with addiction, if you're looking for a coach, if you're looking for treatment options or free resources in your area, you can contact my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Have a great day. Enjoy your Friday, and I will see you on the next one.